The college experience database top 25 on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get in on all the college basketball and NBA action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by Simply Safe, the leader in home security. Go to simplysafe.com slash SGP today to get free shipping on your order. Plus a 60 day money back guaranteed. That's simplysafe.com slash SGP to save on home security today. S I M P L I safe.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by monkey knife fight. Monkey knife fight is the fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet. And if you use the promo code SGP, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus for up to a hundred dollars. That's monkeyknifefight.com promo code SGP. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Kobe Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee, in the motherfucking place to be. And I'm here. We're back on, back on West Coast soil. And I'm here with, uh, he's been gone. He's been absent for a week. But. We just got back from a Los Angeles Wildcats XFL game. Give it up for the uh, the hot dog eating. Pause. <laughs> burrito cheating because you cheated on the burrito and you got when I got the, the hot, hot dog. dog. You know what I mean? Pause. Yeah, Give yeah. it up for former former James Madison defensive back. The burrito cheating, sideline kiss stealing, a wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi-o! How are you, pal? Back in the saddle, buddy. Back Life in that is fucking good. saddle. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I got these high tech earphones on here. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm got, coming up in the world, Cole. Yeah, man. We got us some new, some new headphones. That's right. That's right. New old headphones, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Semi high tech, but they're comfortable. So we got a lot to catch up on, buddy. You've been gone for a week. We had NC Nick in the place to be. We were in, uh, you know, uh, Cleveland, Dayton, Indianapolis, really the, uh, the luxury spots of America. There. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, hey, we destination, uh, vacation there for you. Look, look at here at the college experience. We don't just always want to go to Bora Bora. We will go to Bora Bora. If you want to <laughs> invite me us know. and pay for us, I'll be on that trip, but we'll also go to where college basketball and college football are thriving. Where the real fans, the diehards. Yes. Are pounding away 
And that, that, that experience, I can't recommend lines. that enough. Date, uh, Dayton, Butler, they're not a far trip between the two. It's two hours. Mm-hmm. Two of the best college basketball environments in all the land. Boom. So make sure, make sure you do yourself a favor. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you need to do a little trip. Explore the country. Go out there. Attack some college basketball, college football games. Help their economy. And Lord knows they need it from it, some of the pictures you showed. But yeah, yeah. Uh, their basketball the needs stadium. no help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, how are you, Chief? Like, well, what, what? We just got uh, through with some good old fashioned. Uh, Buddy, I'm I'm Ewing post Sonics Ewing. I am. Yeah, you're Orlando Magic. I'm Patrick Ewing. Orlando Magic. Your body Patrick hurts. Ewing. That's right. I'm aching. That's one of the things you forget about, like a hangover sometimes. Well, this is like a double hangover. This is two days of just destroying my yeah, body that, in a row. You're, you're fucked for two weeks now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I've got my butt aches. My thighs ache, my hamstrings ache, my calves ache, my yeah. back is shot. Your like, brain is done. My brain is always done. Except, you know? for your, except for your picks. My picks are still trending in the right direction. Nice. One day at a time, you know, hitting probably 60% over the past month. There so, you, you know, there clawed you my way back from a terrible start to the season. And now I'm, uh, I am comfortably over 500 on the locks. Still, nice. Still working on the, uh, on the <laughs> overall the, uh, picks, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all, it's gotta all have talk. goals. Gotta That's have right. goals. Uh, look, your Wahoos. Huge, huge Ooh, win. Cardiac kids. I was on UNC too. I was too. They hit that dude. The past couple of games, UNC had been playing. How does good Virginia ball? keep winning these games? Man, I'm telling you, you know who it is? It's all of them. It's it's kind of what I like about this team is they all have like stepped up just a little. Yeah. You know, but Diakite and Kihei Clark, the 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 magic the nucleus yeah, of, the, of the team. That's huh? right. The magic combination from the uh, Purdue game winner last year. Uh, Kihei Clark, he he just has decided like fuck it, I'm I'm gonna score even though like I'm smaller than everyone and like down the stretch in the last minute of the game. He went up and he got his shit swatted, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't matter because before keep swinging, keep swinging. That's buddy. right. And one of them goes in, and then boom. So so someone's got to take the shot. He's becoming the guy to at least attempt the shot, and then create some offense in the process. He swung it around. What was that guy? That guy had a weird name. The, the guy who hit the game winner, Wooden Tese or something. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy who fouled on the three. I can't believe he made that. To tell you the truth, that was a clutch ass yeah. shot. Cardiac calves getting it done. Staying alive, staying alive. Like fucking John Travolta, they're staying alive. That's all right. right. Uh, look, we're going to talk a bunch more college basketball, dive into uh, uh, a crazy, crazy weekend of college basketball. But before I do, we recently were at the LA Wildcats game, and uh, that, that the crowd was way more uh, lit than a Charger game. Yeah. So, but I'm curious because you haven't, since the games have been played, you haven't been on the pod. Week yeah. one and two. Yeah. Let, let's talk XFL. All right. What do you think? I think it's an amazing start. Yeah. I think it's fucking far exceeded what I had imagined. I yeah. thought that maybe that uh, people's load had been blown a little bit by the AAF a year ago. And that, you know, part of what had caused so much of the hype last year at the beginning of the year was that it had been 20 years since we'd had any or 18 years since we'd had any spring football. Uh-huh. Um, but lo and behold, people are coming out in droves and uh, it looks sustainable, you know, at least at like the 15,000, like per game, 
And that's that's comparable when I looked at most of the uh, MLS. Yeah, that's comparable to a lot of the pro teams that are, you know are, are, are well established programs there. So I think the league has some some staying power. Well, look, you see, the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup last year. Yeah, the I champions. It. I called it. Yeah, nice against I, I against the Boston that. Bruins you in seven games. In, I called uh, that pre playoffs. One. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um. So they, they, they most recently won the Stanley cup in St. Louis. So uh, yesterday the battle Hawks and the blues played at the same time. Yeah. That's the St. Louis battle Hawks of the XFL. If you don't know the football game had a TV rating in St. Louis of a 6.0 while the hockey game had a rating of 3.1. Both were on cable TV. (laughs) Pretty strong performance in St. Louis and they haven't yet to play a home game. I think their stats uh, you've seen that the uh, the stats have have uh, gone up from week one to week two in, in attendance. Yeah, I think it might even do that with week three with well, St. Louis and Tampa. Well, they Tampa, got a quarterback. Well, Tampa's zero and two, so you got to wonder will the fans actually show up? But Glanville's defense is good; they can get some some quarterbacking going on, or some co- some offensive coaching going on. Perhaps it's um, too early to give up on the team at this point. Yeah. But the attendance numbers were up from week one to week two. Um, I, you got to wonder where you, where you can go from this. Yeah, I mean, if they're able to sustain this for the entire first year, I mean, the product itself is entertaining. The product, uh, the football, product is better than the AAF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's good. I mean, Landry Jones was a starter. Yeah, for the Steelers for a while, Cardell Jones. I don't know if you ever got the start. For, but he played for the Bills and the Chargers. Play, yeah. Yep, he got some play time. He got some burn. Uh, PJ Walker should be starting on five NFL teams, <laughs> right? At least. Let's talk about this kid for a second. Yeah, Temple didn't throw the ball a ton of times. Yeah, but he's the most winningest Temple quarterback of all time. Yeah, and I think he also is their all-time leader in passing yards. Uh, Andrew Luck messages his dad or or. And says, "Hey, you got to look at this kid, PJ Walker." Yeah, you know, and so that's how he got to the league. Essentially, was his. It's amazing that it's so like someone, so many people are oblivious to this guy's talent that it takes a, an inside recommendation to give this guy a crack at. It makes you just wonder how much fucking talent's out there that's untapped right now. You know, I, I mean, I, I was joking around after week one, and I said, "Dude, this guy's better than Sam Darnold." Right yeah. after watching week two, I'm like. Maybe he's better than Sam Darnold. I mean, I can tell you this, Trevor Simeon, I think is the second string of the jets. Yeah. I think PJ Walker is way better well, I, than Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about that. I mean, if we're looking at just on one game alone, yeah, the number of highlights, his ability to use his feet, to manipulate the pocket. He, he, he rivals, uh, Kyler Murray yeah. in terms of like, yeah. you know, creating time for himself in the pocket by threatening with his like mobility and then boom, he can throw. You saw that sidearm like dime yeah. that he threw. Yeah. He can hit. He's, he looks like he can hit all the passes. Obviously we're uh, watching the most recent um, NFL starter, Josh Johnson for the wildcats the other day. He's airballing on some, some, yeah. you know, that was his first start. And apparently he's been injured and apparently he wasn't even going to play in this, but I don't know. I heard reports earlier in the week that he was gonna be out for four weeks. Then he plays. So yeah, maybe, maybe take that with a grain of salt that he was misfiring on some of his passes. But uh, the fact that he was a starter most recently in the NFL and PJ Walker looks twice the guy, twice the quarterback. Yeah, man. Walker is just that guy. Look, Tyrod Taylor is probably going to start in LA for the chargers this year. 
And PJ Walker looks like a slightly better version of Tyrod Taylor to me. Yeah. And, and I know he's going up against XFL defenses, but I still th- say like you have the it factor. Yeah. You have the, it factor. you can see it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter who is playing defense. If you're making that throw, you know, I mean, the lions last year started the dude from uh, Purdue and uh, David Blau. Once yeah. Stafford went down, yeah, they started a, a, a uh, guy that wasn't even drafted. And, uh, and this is not a shot of David Blau. I actually thought David Blau did great. Was going to, yeah, played great. And I also thought in college that he, this guy was a pro quarterback. Yeah. Um, but you can't tell me that Walker's not better than these guys. Right. It just goes to show you how few true, truly elite quarterbacks there are in the NFL. Yeah. And like the rest from like number 10 or 12 on down to like number 60 best quarterback is all kind of interchangeable. I, I, it would be interesting to see. Cause I, I it's tough. Another thing is to credit June Jones is an offensive guy. He knows how to work with quarterbacks. Yeah. You saw it with the Warren moon to, uh, to Jeff George and Chris Miller, yeah. the Falcons. Um, but he wasn't there when, uh, or was he there with, uh, the Hawaii guy? Uh, Cole, yeah, Cole Brennan. Yeah, he yeah, was. I mean, yeah, NCAA record Brennan, setter. Yeah. Nick Rolovich, the the Wazoo head coach, who was, who was a QB at Hawaii. Timmy Chang. Yeah, another record setter. Um, yeah. yeah, so he's got away with the cues. He, he, yeah, he does, and and I think that's going to help Walker. But and the game is trending in that direction. Yeah, from a pro standpoint, so I would expect Walker to be on an NFL team, say September or August. I, I mean, I mean, I mean uh, July or August. Yeah, I mean, as far as the way that the NFL has been being played, agreed. I will say that. Um, I don't know if we have we spoken since the Super Bowl. Have I been on since the Super Bowl? I think one time. I think yeah, yeah. the Super Bowl, the night of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I like that the 49ers are uh, you know bringing a little I formation power running back. I like that Derrick Henry did that a little bit. I am a little disappointed in the XFL that it all seems to be the spread at this point. A lot of read option going on. I think that will change though, as, yeah. as, as, as a lot a lot of it is the coaches they put in play. Right. They wanted to make the product. You got how mommy, the OC in Dallas. Yeah. You got June Jones in, in Houston. First off, that's already two of the eight teams. Yeah. And then, uh, Chuck long in, in St. Louis, you know, he ran Oklahoma's offense after leech. Right. So that's three that are, are, are basically are, air raid. Yeah. Fucking disciples. And, and then you have, uh, what? originators. Mean, you have New York. Oh no, but then you have Tampa with Trespin who runs a pass heavy offense. Yeah even in the CFL and in, in, in the NFL with, with the Ravens and the, and the, and the bears. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I kind of expected that. I still think they're going to look, I mean, uh, I would not be surprised if some of these coaches got fired. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, especially the way that Tampa's playing oh, yeah. right now. Sure. Trestman's already coming under yeah. pressure. I mean, the fucking pepper Johnson lasted one, one week. week. He had, no, let's talk about this. Did he fuck Winston Moss's wife? Cause <laughs> I don't understand how you can get fired after one week. And then the team captain quits and goes out with Johnson. Yeah, that's crazy. Turmoil in Los Angeles. Yeah, I saw Josh Johnson uh, on Twitter saying, "Hey, stick with us. You know, bring that energy again." We had it was about fifteen thousand people in the stand. So, yeah. you know, assuming that uh, L.A. can fix some of its woes, then maybe. But again, they're they're coming out like we expected, the lowest uh, attendance of any. Oh, yeah. Still yeah. more than I expected, though. Yeah, but being down in bumfuck Carson isn't helping their case. Yeah, they need them. They need to go. They need a stadium in Hollywood. They should use the, the one at downtown, the soccer stadium. Yeah, yeah, they should for uh, what is it? Not not the uh, the LAFC one. Yeah. What do you think of the DC Defenders? The DC Defenders are looking great. Cardale Jones uh, killing it. 
I'm a big fan of uh, the fans screaming "fuck New York," really starting that rivalry off uh, in a shutout too. Kind of unnecessary, but I think that's what makes a rivalry great: is you have unnecessary dickheadness, and DC's holding it down. Um, so, dude, they went for three. The DC defenders went for three with. <laughs> <laughs> Up twenty-seven, nothing with a minute left. That's like a uh, what is That's it? That's a Glanville Woody move, Hayes, there, right? Yeah. Woody Hayes against uh, I, I don't know if it was uh, was it Michigan? I think it was before yeah. Shen Beckler got there. Maybe it was while Shen Beckler is there, and they say, "Well, he's got forty-eight on the board. That he goes for two. Yeah. Why'd you go for two? Because I couldn't go for three. <laughs> Dude, but the defenders. Um, first off, I'm holding a future ticket plus eight hundred to win the to win it all. Boom! You're looking pretty fucking yeah. good. And uh, the defenders, my brother touched on this briefly. DC coming out and, 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 and yeah, even Sean touched on it on his shows. Like see DC is a big football town, but part of it is the fans want to come out cause they love football. But part of it is also sticking it to Dan Snyder. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The opportunity is there to just like totally. St- it's in, the, it, it's not like an eight hour drive out into Maryland. Right. When you, yeah, it's in, it's in the city itself, uh, which I think even the people in Maryland appreciate, you know? Yeah. Um, and then how long has it been since the Redskins have been respectful? It's really been since like 1992. Yeah. Cause they've had a flash in the pan year. I don't think yeah. they've had a buy in the playoffs since 92. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they've always been, a, uh, at best, you know, a wild card level team. I think they've only made the playoffs four times yeah, since winning, 92. Winning one playoff game yeah. in that and time, that maybe Gibbs. two. It yeah. was Gibbs, I think. Yeah. That's a terrible run. And the, and the way he's run it, obviously and raising the ticking, uh, uh, ticket price, raising the parking, yeah. raising the concessions, like cutting, cutting Brian Mitchell. Yeah. You fucking sick giving uh bastard Albert Hainsworth a gazillion dollars to fucking lay on his stomach for yeah. 10 seconds during the middle of a touchdown play. Uh, while Michael Vick literally runs circles around him. That will, that will infuriate a fan base. And that is what is what's happened. And DC is responding, filling out that stadium pretty well. And I expect it to, to continue on. I mean, they play at LA next week, so they should be three. zero. um, yeah. If anything, look, the Houston roughnecks, by the way, great helmet. Yeah. It's really growing on me. I mean, it's almost an exact replica of the eighties or not or sixties or seventies rather the yeah, or yeah. earliest, uh, Oilers helmets with the silver. Cause mm-hmm. when they went, they went silver. Then they went the, uh, powder blue. Yeah. Then, then white. they went yeah. white. Yeah. Um, okay. So XFL. Yeah, we have that. Uh, I was actually surprised with New York's turnout week one. They had like a good amount of fans. Number one, I think they had the most fans out of week one. Is that right? Week two, Seattle killed. On the road, so Seattle yeah. killed it. And week three, I think St. Louis is going to kill. Yeah. That's going to be Dude, a 29,000 at Seattle. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. And they won. That's game one. Uh, let this team have some success. I would not be surprised if it got up much higher than that. Dude, I, I would think that when they have the championship game, they'll be able to fill out like a good size state. How, do they know where the championship Houston, Houston, where are they playing it? I think the Texan stadium. Oh man. It's a big ass stadium, man. Yeah. If you pack that bitch out for the uh, championship game, that's yeah. a great look going yeah. into year two. Uh, we're going to talk college basketball here, but hold on. XFL still. Um, Expansion. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Expansion, buddy. But you know what? Fuck it. Well, well, a strike while the iron. Someone high. asked this on Twitter last week. Yeah. While you were gone, what cities should expand? And I go, man, I don't even know if they are expanding. Yeah. But I originally gave out 
like I think I said like Ohio, Pennsylvania, Chicago. You clearly can't go wrong going with football obsessed cities. But I think that what they should do, we just had a moment. I think they beat the NFL to the punch. Yeah. They go for Chicago's a no brainer. Huge yeah. media market. Yeah. That that's the uh, XFL's uh, starting point is just hitting the media markets. Yeah. And I don't necessarily love it, but you know, as long as it sustains the league, then you can start to have fun with some of the yeah. expansion. Yeah. yeah. So I think they go Chicago. Yeah. Toronto. Huge market. Massive market yeah. and no pro football team. Yes. And, you know, got a taste of Buffalo, although never really showed enough support to get Buffalo to make that move. Then I'm going to say London. Boom. You They've know, been and nothing but good crowds with the NFL. NFL has been toying with that for a while. And then I say Mexico city. Boom. That's the four. I love it. You hit the, you hit the North a little bit. You, you hit put the South Chicago and Mexico city in the West. So you have the Chicago St. Louis rivalry. Yeah. LA Mexico city could be fun. Oh my gosh. LA Mexico yeah. city would get fucking jam packed. There'd yeah. be, be a legit rivalry. Yeah. I heard uh someone told me a stat that uh, there are more Mexicans in Los Angeles. Then every, I told you that. Yeah. Then, then, then everywhere, everywhere in the world, except Mexico city. Except Mexico city. Yeah. So that that's an awesome rivalry. Yeah. Then you have, so in the West you would have Houston, Dallas, fun rivalry, yeah. Mexico city, LA, yeah. Chicago, St. Louis. Boom. Perfect. Yeah. In the East, uh, I know New York we, DC is I, good. I know, but I think who's going to, who's going to be Toronto, London rivalry, Toronto, London could be Toronto, London. New York is fucking perfect. You know, that's like the uh, AFC East. Everyone's kind of a rival with yeah. each other. A little yeah. bit. Cause I could see Chicago, uh, Toronto being a little bit of rivalry. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. A little maybe bitter cold <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, and then who else? That, that, that's all their teams, right? Uh, yeah. Tampa. Tampa. Tampa's just uh, Tampa. You got to expand. You got to give them <laughs> someone down there. Um, Tampa, Miami is always a fun one. If you were that direction yeah. with it. Uh, now let me, you've gone North to Toronto. You've gone South to Mexico city. You've gone East to London. Do you go West at some point? At some point you got it. And I think you go, if they're chase, it seems like, look, I was a skeptic of this at first when they did LA, New York and DC, I was like, Whoa, they should have chose smaller cities, yeah. but now I see it working and I say, maybe their approach is right. They ha- just go big cities. So if you're just going big city, yeah, I think you go, uh, Oakland area, Oakland, San- Bay area, Bay area. Yeah. That's a big market. Yeah. Um, Denver though would be up there, but I would love to see Portland cause I would love to see a Portland, Seattle rivalry. I'm not talking about domestically. <laughs> I'm talking either. Oh, uh, pushing out into the middle of the ocean. The Islanders. Yeah. How about the Hawaii Islanders? The Hawaii Islanders would be amazing, right? <laughs> I'd make for fun football or pushing all the way out to Japan. <laughs> Give me what the fuck is the big city over there? Uh, Japan. Yeah. What's, what's the big city? Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah. Tokyo would be amazing. The Tokyo Godzilla's <laughs> boom <laughs> dropping <laughs> that. I mean, look, that would be fun, but that'd be a horrible, horrible flight from London to, to Tokyo yeah. or from uh, New York to, yeah, to go all the way across the world. Yeah. That'd be tough. They got to do something though. I'm, I'm on board. That's right. The Islanders beat the NFL to the punch. Well, definitely beat the NFL to the punch in Mexico city. And England, I think would be genius. Right. And, and Colby, Colby made a good point that 
Give give these cities a ten year head start on the NFL in terms of having a professional football team in uh, London and, yeah. and and Mexico City and even Toronto. Yeah, and I think you would steal a lot of their fan base and when let, they get let, more global. Yeah, let the XFL get up to like a legitimate league size, like twenty four teams, and have these teams be entrenched, you know, with yeah. like loyal fans in those cities, and the NFL kind of is fucked at that point. Like in terms of trying to get a foothold in a place where a product Glo- is already, yeah, 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 already established, which, you know, Colby and I both acknowledge that in our hearts, there's still obviously a huge place for the NFL and the competition is, is what's more American than competition. That's right. That's right. Let's make it happen. Force the NFL to become the product. It is supposed to be the greatest product in yeah. the world which it has slipped on a little bit. And, and then if you hit the, then you can hit the smaller cities like Boise and, and Oklahoma oh yeah. city and chomping Richmond. at the bit to get, get a chance to play against these big cities and prove themselves. I like Canton. That Canton idea is Canton's good. fun. Yeah. Very good. Okay. All right. Let me tell you guys that I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. Okay. Look the college experience. Uh, is brought to you by mybookie.ag. The Super Bowl may be over in every game. Uh, I'm sorry. The Super Bowl may be over, but every game is a big game over at mybookie.ag. Lost my place. Um, <laughs> mybookie's got it all from the NBA to college hoops to Premier League to the XFL. Right? They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24 7 customer support team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple big favorites this week. Parlay wagers let you bet multiple games. And if they all come through, you win it even bigger than a normal bet would win. Unless you're going crazy money line action. Uh, my bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars. That means if you deposit 2000, you'll get an extra thousand dollars in free money to play with. All you have to do is enter the promo code S G P to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code S G P you play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag. Very, very nice. Dude, right now, Colorado's interviewing. Well, first off, let's talk Mel Tucker. Oh, right. How many times can I say first off this episode? <laughs> Mel Tucker's a piece of shit, Patty C. He did kind of uh, dupe everyone a little bit. It's the way he did it. I don't mind you going to get more money. Yeah. It's the way he did it. Yeah. That says. Pledging up Classic and down. Nick Saban. He's from the Nick Saban coaching tree. Yeah. Classic Nick Saban move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't wait for him to fail at Michigan State. Michigan are uh, saving disciples. We've, we've noted haven't had great success. So um, with, the, with the exception of uh Kirby smart. Yeah. Which his accomplishments are barely above the status quo at Georgia. I would say at Georgia, if you haven't won a playoff game or an invitational game through the first five years, are you really, they won one. They beat Oklahoma. Oh yeah, they did. They lost yeah. in that championship. Game. It was a crazy game. That's right. They 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 in overtime, it. right? Yeah, yeah, he's. I mean, honestly, uh, he's doing a great job, and and the recruiting well. So, but he did walk into a pretty money ass situation in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Better than it's ever been now that recruiting, like the talent level in Georgia, is skyrocketing. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it's not that difficult place of a place to win. So, so, so Colorado's talking Eric Bieniemy. Darren Cheverini's the interim head coach with the possibility that he becomes the head coach, which I'm also in favor of. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind the enemy cause he's a buff. 
They're interviewing Brett Bielma, Steve Sarkeesian. I please don't hire any of those two. Yeah. I, I'm not as, uh, bearish on, um, Bielma as you are. I think that, uh, I, I think he did a good job at Arkansas, even though I think that's a tough job, but he kept them competitive in games. Uh, and he smashes the ball. I know that that's not, I just, I foresee him doing the same thing, but once a better opportunity goes, whereas like Darren Severini stated, like my dream job yeah. is Colorado. I'm, I don't want to leave this thing ever. You could offer me a million dollars. You're right. You know, or $10 million, whatever the fuck, you know, like Beal. Uh, yeah. It's like know. four years. If he succeeds at Colorado, which I'm still skeptic of him succeeding at Colorado, then Wisconsin will have an opening and he'll jump back on I, that. I don't know that. I think Wisconsin burned that bridge. I think. think, but I could see another big 10 team. Cause that's another thing is the gap. When I was reading these articles, it's getting really bad. It's getting really bad for college football with the TV deals, because now the big 10 and sec are so much, they can offer so much more based off their television contracts with their, with their networks. Yeah. That it's really just, scary. It's yeah. really going to, it's really potentially going to no really parody and think about 10, 15 down year, years down the line. Yeah. It could be a real big problem. In the, the haves sport. and have nots are yeah. going to be even further, further apart. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm anti the Bielma hire and obviously Sarkeesian. <laughs> I mean, come on. Sarkeesian's got to see, I think although Sarkeesian has a, a relatively high floor as far as, uh, you know, what he's going to produce on the field. I don't think he's going to put out a bunch of shit teams. Give me Jim Levitt over Sarkeesian. He has Colorado ties. Yeah. Well, I, know I want you, Colorado ties. You have a love affair with Jim Levitt. I want Colorado ties in this job. It's a you, shame that, that Tucker that didn't hire Les miles because Les miles has Colorado ties. Yeah. I do think that, you know, having just gone through what Colorado fans went through, you know, yeah. and like, rallying around a coach who swears up and down that he's, he's a buff for life or whatever. Yeah. And then have one minute later him say, fuck you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's I w- why uh, if the enemy, cause the thing is the enemy, he'd be probably taking a pay cut. You think? Well, because he's going to be a head coach in, in the NFL soon. And I've even heard reports that Reed might dish it off to him in Kansas city and he'll just stay in Kansas city. Cause Reed's old. Yeah. So I understand the enemy not taking it. Yeah. Darren Cheverini though, who's the current interim head coach that is uh rivals recently just did the top 25 recruiters in the country. Yeah. And Cheverini finished, I think like number 19 or 20. Nice. I'm all for it. He's young. Yeah. Uh, he's a buff. Uh, he prior to this was at Texas tech helped recruit Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, he, he's the guy who brought LaVisca Chenault to Colorado. Nice. Um, I did see his, uh, was it his tweet? Yeah. Saying, we're not going to tolerate any bullshit yeah. pussies yeah, <laughs> around exactly. this program. Or exactly. Man. He in played his, in as many words. He played under Parcells in the NFL. There you I go. I love that connection. Yeah. Uh, and then once again, he played under Bill McCartney and, and, and then a little bit of new Heisel's era, Yeah. but the, the golden era of Colorado. So I'm all about this, this, if he, I'm all, I'm okay with them hiring him. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like a, a buff. I want him or be enemy. And then a little bit for, for, uh, for Levitt. Yeah. Well, Levin would be great. I wonder if they could get him on as a DC. Um, Potentially Chevrolet did work with him one year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, get as many buff ties in there as you can, but obviously that can be cancerous too. If it gets too incestuous, you know, and you can't go outside your program and get fresh ideas and you're stuck to like, you know, our guys, um, then, you know, sometimes it's good to get fresh blood, but I think at a place like Colorado right now, the, the move is to, to go 
Yeah. You know, with, with a family, family guy. That's what I'm saying. And fuck you, Mel Tucker. Um, all right. Uh, actually, what do you think? I, I just, I'm just reading right now. Beeline and the Cavs. He, he thinks he made a big mistake. He's in year one and he's talking about you think looking at his options about quitting this college basketball coach short of Brad Stevens, maybe Billy Donovan. The jump didn't work out for Patino. <laughs> didn't work out for Calipari. Yeah. The jump from college to pro for basketball. They were talking about uh, Calipari to the Knicks. Obviously I've heard Jay Wright to the Knicks. I heard his house is for sale in Philly. That would be an interesting one. I think he'll take a big paycheck. I mean, he would be a fool not to, but at the same time, I hope he stays in college. College is for these guys. Yeah. The game is completely different as beeline is quick to find out the game. It's like another sport. We've talked about it here. Um, How about, how about basketball at the pro level being so reliant on star players that for four years straight, we had golden state versus Cleveland in the Western conference finals. Yeah. And no, no, no. In the NBA finals. or in the yeah. NBA finals rather. And now those are the two worst teams in the league two years later. Yeah. That's ridiculous. They lose a couple stars. The Warriors yeah. had injuries, but yeah, still ridiculous. They did lose stars. Durant gone. I uh, mean, no, that doesn't happen in college basketball. Virginia loses uh, its top what three players? Ty Jerome. Yeah, they're still going to make the tournament. Guy. Yeah, they're if still fighting right around. now. That's yeah, they're hot right now. Uh, Beeline, if he quits, what do you think? Beeline to Texas? Mm, I like it. Yeah, I could totally if see it's it. the bill. Yeah, I'm calling for Shaka Smart to George Mason. Oh, I'd love it. Do it, Mason. I would love. You want to see that VCU uh, Mason rivalry <laughs> fucking heat up? Yes. Holy shit. Come on, George Mason. Be fucking smart. Get rid of Paulson. No disrespect to Paulson. Hire Shaka Smart. You want to talk about a guy that like the region loves too and respects. Yeah. yeah. This would be the play. This would be the play. Okay. Uh, so the past weekend was absolute chaos in college basketball. Like this whole season has been Patty C. First mm-hmm. off, starting on. Uh, so we were, me and NC Nick recorded on Tuesday. We got to see Dayton, which Dayton continues to win. And, and Obi Toppin looks like maybe the best player in all of college basketball. Um, but then on Wednesday, we got to see Creighton. So Seton Hall, after once looking like, you know, I think you had had them as a dark horse to win the national championship. And many still do. Yeah. They've dropped two in a row. They lost mm, mm, at mm. home to Creighton and then on the road at Providence. And once again, Providence is the true. I, I tweeted this out. The true enigma of college basketball. They're still not in the tournament. But they have so many good wins, but some really bad losses. Dude, the Big East is absurd. Yeah. The carnage is unbelievable in that conference right now. This weekend alone, where is the scores here? Uh, Clicking around, clicking around. Okay. We had just in the top 25, um, Butler taking an L to Georgetown. At home, too. uh, Butler beats a hot Xavier team that I was at that I was at that game with NC Nick. Then they followed up. You're thinking at home against Georgetown. They got this. I mean, Butler's going to make the tournament, but you're thinking, man, they, 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 they could really, uh, time to rebound here. Yeah. Yeah. And then Georgetown comes in and now you got to think Georgetown, Georgetown's very much alive to get on this, but to get in this tournament. Yeah. Even, uh, after Providence beats a top 10 season Hall team, they're alive to get in this tournament. They're both on the outside, I believe right now, but I'm saying yeah. even St. John's, St. John's beat Providence earlier in the week. So say these teams aren't dead yet. The yeah. only team that's dead is DePaul. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, St. John's is pretty damn close, but they have a huge game tonight. We're recording this on a Monday. Uh, they play Xavier tonight in, in Queens. So uh, you let St. John's go to 15 and 11, dude. Big opportunity for them. Um, five top 25 teams out of the big East right now. It's a diesel conference, but again, uh, it's tough to see any of them emerging. I mean, Seton hall to me still seems like the most talented team that has the chance to, to make the deepest run. But obviously you say Jay Wright has the experience, Butler. Um, uh, great, great point guard. You got to think, I don't know. I mean, yeah. they, they were really hot. They were like a top five team for a while there. Yeah, exactly. And, and now they've hit a little bit of a cold patch. But yeah. And Marcus Howard, uh, at, you know, if he could do like the, uh, who's the guy on Purdue last year? Oh, uh, Carson Edwards, Carson yeah. Edwards thing. And just single handedly. out. Yeah. Yeah. going to be wild. going to be wild to see how the, the, the rest of the big East play shakes out. How many teams get in the NCAA tournament? Uh, now Rutgers lost at Ohio state, but then rebounded with a huge win at home against the Illini big ass win. It's looking like Rutgers is heading in the right direction. They still got to close out and win some games. Nine top 25 teams lost on Saturday, eight of which lost to unranked, uh, teams. Yeah. Carnage. Buckle, it is that year up buddy. It was, what was it? 2007 college yeah. football. Yeah. This what is, would you say? Does this, uh, yeah. I was telling NC Nick on the last. I would pod, say this one tops it. Yeah, I was saying this is like my favorite year so far in college basketball that I've ever covered college basketball. Yeah, and uh, and and oh seven in football was my favorite year because I, I it was great because it was chaos each week. Yeah, it's like no one had any idea right who the top team was. It's gonna be a dogfight. Yeah, all through the rest of the season, conference tournaments. Yeah, just well, to- well, what's great too is like now you're really at this point where, like the bubble is legit. Like these are playoff games now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like these are, you're essentially in spots where you can't afford losses. If you're on the bubble, you're playing for your fucking life yeah. from the re- from now on out. You, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, so yeah, was this, what is this a bracket? This is, this is a, we got, yeah. Last four in, we got Arkansas, Stanford, Cincy and Wichita all sitting so, there. And, and right there, you, you talk, go back up to Arkansas, Stanford and Wichita all fading heavily down the stretch here. Yeah. Cincinnati's the one that's played itself in. So tra- yeah. going forward, you think Cincinnati's probably the one that's going to move himself further up. Right. Wichita, Stanford and Arkansas need to find themselves. Yeah. I mean, Wichita at one point was like 15 and one. It, yeah. Stanford started out hot. Arkansas was what? 12 and one. Now they're 16 and nine. Yeah. Uh, look, first four out Richmond, Georgetown, Mississippi state, Purdue, Huge games coming up for, for them. Um, Richmond, I know just beat VCU by a lot. Uh, Georgetown, obviously with yeah. a big win uh, uh, recently as well. Mississippi state with a one point win against uh, Arkansas. I mean, I, another thing is let, let, let uh, Dayton Dayton plays at VCU this week. Yeah. Let VCU pull that upset. And all of a sudden Richmond, not only does VCU play themselves back into the tournament, but then Richmond's got that win against VCU. Yeah. So that's going to boost them up. And like, yeah, yeah. seesaws several teams, lots of fun looking at, uh, we're looking at CBS, the sports, uh, CBS sports bracketology here. Um, do you have a, uh, a team that you think is going to go all the way? What, what, what's your favorite at this point? Dude, we asked, someone asked us this yesterday. I was, I was handing out sports gambling podcast lighters in the parking lot of the XFL game. Yeah. It's a tough fucking question this year. Oh man, I didn't know what the fuck it said. It took me about two minutes to answer his question for him. Well, and then they asked me like, like who, like 
you think uh Baylor and I'm like, man, if I'm a Baylor fan, it's much like the San Diego state thing. I want one loss yeah. before the tournament starts. Well, they've already gotten one, no, no, but, no. but I'm saying it was November 8th. Yeah. That was the, the second day of the you season. You want to hit the reset button. The second day <laughs> yeah. of the season. Yeah. Um. So, so, I mean, I do think Baylor is cl- the clear cut best team in college basketball. Yeah. But once again, you want to lose a game or two. They play Kansas this Saturday. Yeah. That's when you're really going to see. Yeah, that's true. I mean, in terms of talent and, uh, you know, not having lapses, you know, like where, where Maryland was the team that I kind of just off with, off the cuff identified. Well, they're as, hot, man. They They've learned hot. how to win on the road now, you know, like yeah. they just won that Michigan state. They're they won big, at Northwestern. They're they won, huge. Yeah, they're talented. Yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 they're getting scrappy. They're learning how to win early on. They didn't know how to win on the road. Yeah. Now that they, they found themselves, but they're, they're still prone to laps. Whereas Baylor is a, a far more consistent team, which you, you need in the tournament. So, so what the guys in, in, in that we at, that asked us this question in the parking lot, one of them said LSU yeah. is, is the, his dark horse to win it all. Didn't they just get smashed? They've lost like two or three in a row. Yeah. Um, then uh, what were some of the other answers? One of the guys said Maryland as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, yeah. One of the guys said Maryland. Didn't one say Duke? Yeah, you can't you can't ever fade Duke too hard. I mean, they talk about a team that's finding a way to win. You know, and Duke's not the type of team that you think of needing to find a way to win. But well, especially against a UNC team, even though you got to throw it's a rivalry, throw the records out the books, but the battle back to need overtime to take care of a pretty bad UNC team. Yeah, it's not the best look. Uh, man, look at this. So this is this is week. So one sixteen. Oh, they don't have the sixteen in here. I'm curious. So right now, looking at looking at CBS bracketology, why don't or why aren't any of the sixteens in? I don't know yet. I guess they're uh, doing the first. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, it's a damn good question. Well, they have a sixteen there, right? Okay, so they just have. We're to play. figuring this shit out on no, air. Well, I'm curious. Which one seed would you trust least in the second round? It's a different bracket than that I'm used to seeing the way they let it at, releasing it here. So where, what are the eight nines? Why why do they do it like this? Oh, because a, a couple of the first four are for the 16 seeds and a couple of the first four are the uh, 11 and 12 seeds. Okay, so. but the eight nine would be... So right now, the CBS would have Baylor playing the winner of Xavier St. Mary. See, I think that would be a terrible second round opponent for Baylor. For Baylor. I think Baylor's number a lot one b- overall. better, but I think those two teams are both capable of beating Baylor. But let's look at the other ones. Illinois, Texas Tech is fucking... Then we get San Diego State. The win, the winner yeah. gets San Diego State. Yeah, and then BYU Rutgers. That's probably a better one. Kansas for, got the best one so far. Okay, yeah. and then the fourth one, Gonzaga would play Oklahoma, Wisconsin. That's the best one. No, BYU Rutgers. I is, think I think Kansas has the best one. Yeah. Second would be Gonzaga. Third would be uh, Baylor. Fourth would be San Diego State. Yeah. San Diego State would be the hardest of the four because Illinois, Texas Tech, great defensive teams, very athletic. Yeah. They're you're going to get a game no matter what in the second round there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what else happened this weekend? Um, Syracuse pretty much playing themselves out of the NCAA tournament. I mean, they're still alive, but they have opportunities. Or I don't know if they're playing themselves out of it. They're playing hard basketball. They're just they had that chance to win that game. Stupid plays, fouled on a three pointer. Yeah, I watched that game. Uh, Ohio State whoop Purdue. Uh, Penn State. How about that's a team. That's that's a team that could go really far that no one's talking about. Yeah. I mean, I've been really impressed watching them play basketball. Talk about winning on the road too. Like Maryland's getting the attention. Yeah. 
Penn State is like of the same magnitude to me. That is having nice road wins. They just won at Michigan State as well. Yeah. Penn State coming down the stretch. Let's see who they have uh coming up here. They're on a what is this? Quite a win streak. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight game win streak. That's that's road games at Purdue, at Michigan, at Michigan State wins. Yeah. I'm and telling you. Back end of their schedule is pretty soft. They could be serious make a serious run in this tournament. Yeah. I've been really impressed with that team. The Nittany Lions playing some basketball. I never thought I'd say that. It's a, the highest they've ever been. They've been ranked since like ninety five, I think. Right now, number yeah. nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to talk more, but hang on. I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how? Well, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines up to date to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7, some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Um, yeah, the Penn State. Flying under the radar. If there's a team that's flying under the radar the most, it's got to be them. Um, what else we got? We got uh, the Saturday's action. Saturday was a great day for sports, man. Like I said, Mississippi State beats Arkansas by one. Oklahoma State upsets Texas Tech. Starting to have a little concern about Texas Tech. Eh, I mean, they're not. Uh, they're not the team they were last year. But they still could make a run. Yeah. They're a good team. Ole Miss, Kentucky was a hell of a game. Uh, Ole Miss, Kermit Davis got the them playing better. I know they're they're not sniffing the tournament or anything, but uh, could be a tough out as the season continues on. Um, Bama is uh, another team that's Penn State esque in terms of uh, yeah, great football know, school, great and, football and school, sh- yeah, not known for their basketball, yeah, but coming up, coming up, man, coming up, and I question the Avery Johnson firing, but I I, I have liked. Uh, with the Buffalo coach, uh, with, I'm struggling to think of his name right now, is doing at, at Alabama. Yeah, the results are, you know, positive to this point and getting better. Um, then you got Shaka Smart loses. So Iowa State loses their best player. Yeah. For the season. And Texas goes into Ames and loses by 29 points. <laughs> and Iowa State's been struggling all year. Fi- he's fired. He's done. Yeah. He's done. Danny Manning, by the way, by the way Wake Forest, they should hire Beeline. Wake, you think Danny, Danny Manning's, Manning's done? done? Yeah, he was lucky to get a, a year this year. Is Beeline is Wake a big enough job for Beeline? I, well, I think he's an East Coaster. Yeah, I think he would potentially, but I don't know. Texas is money. Yeah, Texas speaks huge money. That'd be interesting to see which one he if he would if he would bite on any of those. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we talked Georgetown beat Butler. We got the database top twenty-five coming right up but I just wanted to see if there was any other big games we wanted to talk about. How about, how about Louisville dropping two in a row? I I was on the first one calling for Georgia tech to upset Louisville outright. Now, what I did not see is the second one. I expected you Louisville to rebound. That's why I locked Louisville minus five or minus six at Clemson. I've got big concerns about Louisville. Yeah. Yeah. This is the team that consistently, like once they, you know, they can't handle this, the success. Every time they're like <laughs> climb back up into the rankings, top five, yeah. bang, take another L. I mean, really, I feel that way about Florida State too, though. Yeah, the ACC is just having a down, down year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, yeah, LSU, Bama, Bama beat LSU. Yeah, Bama's hot. Baylor beats West Virginia by eleven. West Virginia's struggling lately. 
That's it. I, I refuse to put a lock on a Bob Huggins game. Uh, it's uh, they get smacked when they lose, and then they fucking crush teams when they win. It's like that that team of any team like has emotional swings in terms of like levels of effort or maybe just levels of execution. But either way, they're they're completely inconsistent and hard to bet on. So, um, having lost the majority of the time that I've locked them this year, I am staying the fuck away from them. Um, what about Missouri Auburn? What is the deal with Auburn? <laughs> Auburn is a strange team. Like they should have lost to LSU. They yeah. should have lost the game before that. I forget who they're playing. Arkansas, but they rallied back both those games. Yeah. But if you keep living like that, someone's going to catch you. You will die. Someone on, on, on Slack, by the way, check out sports getting podcast, college basketball in Slack, the app. It's, it's good. We talk college basketball in there a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, someone asked, man, Auburn is getting whooped by Missouri. You know, I can't believe they went to the final four last year. They, they better watch themselves this year. And I was quick to remind them that, you know, I had a New Mexico state money line ticket game one for Auburn. Yeah. A couple free throws. <laughs> yeah. No, the, uh, New Mexico state got foul shooting a three. Yeah. Down uh, two points. Yeah. At the buzzer. Yep. Best player, Terrell Brown, still at New Mexico state, by the way. And he goes, what, one, one for of, three? One of three, yeah. And they lose. Just. In the first round. Auburn ends up in the final four and arguably should have played for the national oh, championship. Yeah. Some people can, can argue that. But it shows how close that uh, that right. window was for, for them. To be a first round yeah. exit. Yeah. I mean, New Mexico State was a good team. Should have made the, They had it. You, if you would have told New Mexico State's head coach that our best player would be shooting three free throws to win the game, yeah, I think he would have been he very happy. He would have liked his odds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Something Look, to keep in mind with Auburn is they could lose to anybody. Yeah. And, and be careful locking them too. Cause I think they were only five point favorites. They're 22 and two coming into the game. Missouri was 11 and 13 coming into the game. Yeah. And then bang. Yeah. Fucking get, welcome. Welcome to college basketball. 2020 right. torched them by 12. And it was, I don't even think it was that close. Uh, Houston SMU was a classic SMU keeping their chances alive with an overtime. That's another thing, man. While, while we were, uh, uh, recording last week, so in on Saturday, not not like eight days ago, nine days ago, yeah, they had I think a record seventeen overtime games uh, in college basketball. When was this? The not this Saturday, but the, the previous, Saturday. previous Saturday. But then you start you start looking, and there's so many overtime games happening in college basketball. Yeah, there was a bunch this Saturday, man. I'm looking at like, hold on, even this Saturday. Let's see. I mean. What you got Cleveland state, Detroit, which I somehow put money on. Um, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't watch that Cleveland state Detroit game. Patty scene. That's called a problem you have there. Look, but. Yeah. I don't know. There's a shit ton of overtime games. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and count. There's too many to count. Um, but I will say this, and th- this is something that again, me having always been more of a hardcore f- college football fan and more of a casual college basketball fan, you kind of uh, being pretty hardcore on both. And as I, Attempt to get on your level for college basketball. I'm looking for reasons why, and I'm I'm kind of addicted to the the competition down the stretch. And, and yeah. you know, you've sold me on it, but you know, I came to that conclusion myself too as I was watching these fucking games. Like, dude, every single one of these games is a dogfight at the yeah. end. And if if you start to understand like the implications of the games and 
The, you see the passion. It's like, it's just, it's just fun. It's a no brainer. Yeah. It's easy to see a tide turn. Patty C. <laughs> so they say, all right, uh, let's, let's, before I talk to database top 25, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by simply safe, simply safe. Home security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home, think about uh, the security fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be there on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. Uh, if there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police in an eyewitness account of the crime, hence Aaron Hernandez. Uh, and that, that means police dispatch up to uh, you know 350% faster than normal burglar alarm, Patty C. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home, outdoor cameras, doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home entry motion, glass break sensors, guard inside. Plus simply safe protects your home from fires, water damage, carbon monoxide poisoning. And uh, it's all monitored 24 seven by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself. No tools needed or simply safe experts can do it for you. If you're like Patty C and an absolute fucking moron and it's, uh, only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Just go to simplysafe.com slash SGP today to get free shipping on your order. Plus a 60 day money back guaranteed. That's S I M P L I safe.com slash SGP to save on home security today. Once again, S I M P L I safe.com slash SGP. Let me ask you this. What's that? Did they mention cameras inside the home? Yes. Okay. And they're saying they're being monitored 24 hours a day. Yeah. So if you're taking your wife to Plowtown, there's going to be Steve on the other end watching. <laughs> That's right. In his khakis. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing it. That's right. You ever had anyone break into your house? Uh, no, not that I knock on wood. I don't think so. Okay. So I'm a child. Yeah. I'm sleeping. Uh, uh, you know, it's like, I want to say one of the times when I, parents went out of town or something and, and left the brothers. I'm the youngest Yeah. Uh, to take care of the house. Um, and I had a gigantic Newfoundland dog as a child. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, a, tell it, tell them the name of your dog. Oh, we, we, we do football. Like my, to this day, my dad's dogs are all football based. It's beautiful. Right? But my first dog was named wishbone after the wishbone offense. <laughs> We also had a dog named Blitz. <laughs> uh, we had a dog named uh, Montana. Nice. After Joe Montana. <laughs> My dad's a big Mo- Joe Montana guy. Uh, Rig Riggins. <laughs> you know, John Riggins. That's My a, dad's a big a good John dog Riggins guy. Too. Yeah. So uh, am I forgetting one? Deuce. After Deuce, Deuce. McAllister. Okay. I don't know. I think it was Deuce, Could be Deuce Daly. One of those. Yeah. Guys. One of the two. My or dad was just dropping big deuces everywhere. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, no, but my dad makes sure it's all football related. There you go. Uh, it's trust me. Yeah. I, I've been pushing Kozar it's for in a the while. Blood. Needs to be called Kozar. Next dog. <laughs> Bernie Kozar. Um, anyway, I'm laying down on the ground and I'm laying with my Newfoundland. So my, my family room is dark and I had this like big glass door out to the backyard. Yeah. Uh, like you could see through the glass. Yeah. And two people with ski masks. Shit. So I, but I'm asleep Yeah. on the floor of uh, like my living room Yeah. with my, uh, Newfoundland. Yeah. Or actually just like asleep. I, I don't think the Newfoundland is that close to me. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't hear anything 
but then uh, when I what or I, how did this work? Because I, I, I guess I wasn't asleep. I was laying down. Yeah. And so I I see two people with shadowy masks. figures. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had a loose step, so you yeah. had to go up the steps to to to, to come to the, so the door. Creaked. Yeah. It creaked, and I looked over, and I see two people two peering into our into our house. Shit, dude. Right? Yeah. And then within like five seconds. Yeah. If even that. Yeah. My Newfoundland. Who is it? Wish. Wish. Yeah. Like basically put her paws on the glass. Like, like, like yeah, leaned her I body. Will, like, yeah. yeah. Like I will fucking kill you and barked. And the dude, that's the one thing about a Newfoundland bark, man. Yeah. Those motherfuckers have a deep ass bark. Yeah. Right. So then they, these two people ran off Yeah. as, as wishbone. Had, of course you don't know, If someone opens that door. You're getting eaten by that fucking dog, no. <laughs> dude. But I mean, as like a 12 year old, that shit was terrifying, man. Hell yeah, I remember dude. being sitting there being like, what the fuck? There's two people. Yeah. Uh, and then like, I, you, I froze. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people say like, well, you, you, you know, yeah, you got the, I like, fucking completely froze. Paralysis. Out. Yeah. yeah. But Shit, uh, wishbone, wishbone handle business. Shout out to wishbone. Rest in peace. Boom. Dogs are the fucking best. Yes. Mickey had a uh, guy come in his house in Columbus and he was uh, our Ohio state buddy mm-hmm. and a uh, huge motherfucker. Apparently it's all drunk and like, Mickey woke up and the dude's like standing five feet away from him in his room. And <laughs> Mickey said like one of the most gangster like responses I've ever heard. He just goes, you can leave. <laughs> it's like, I'm sure the guy knew that, <laughs> that he was allowed to leave at that point. But yeah, I got to give uh, Mickey credit. Wait, is there a dog though? That, that comes? No, no. Oh. Mickey was just like, yeah, no. yeah, dude, you can leave. Like leave my house. Now. Very nice. Very nice guy. <laughs> yeah, very very for, polite. For someone breaking in. <laughs> right. Um, uh, okay. Dantabase top 25 edition. Look it, for this year being as crazy as it's been. We'll, we'll, we'll get there at 25. I got the LSU tigers fresh off two losses. Is it two or three? Yeah, there's three in a row or two. The tigers lost to Auburn lost to, have they dropped out of the, uh, where the fuck? Who did they just lose to this week? Alabama. Yeah. State of Alabama. Just fucking up LSU. Yeah, that's right. If only they could do that in football now. Right? Come on. Well, they did this. Uh, oh, no, not this year. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh, I guess Alabama's pretty much had uh, LSU's number for a while now. Yeah. Although LSU has gotten the, that Auburn LSU football game. That's that's a sleeper is one yeah. of the best rivalry I games agree. in football I agree. right It's now. been great games over the past like five, six years, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Every year it comes down to the buzzer. Look, I know they're not in the AP top 25, but LSU's talented enough that I think they, they should still be the 25th, three of their last four. Yeah. That's a concern. They got a close win against Missouri at home there in the middle. Better to lose now than to lose, say in March. Hey, and it ain't getting easier here for the next few games. You got Kentucky coming up. South Carolina is actually playing good basketball. They're going to South Carolina and then they got to go to Florida. And at Arkansas, is that what I've seen too? Yeah, at Arkansas, we're going to find out who LSU is down the home stretch. Wow. You want to crown them, crown them. (laughs) All right, I got the Tigers at twenty five at twenty four. I got the BYU Cougars out of the West Coast Conference. Yeah, they're in the AP top twenty five. I think. I think they're at twenty three in the AP top twenty five. But uh, yes, you're right, twenty three. Look, flying under the radar, flying under the radar a little bit. It's going to be interesting to see the Zags play in Provo later. Yeah. When, when do they get the Zags in Provo? Uh, what Thursday, Friday? Yeah, this week. That's going to be what well, must watch TV. Yeah. Can the Zags 
continue because you know the Zags were impressive at St. Mary's. Um, what is that? Saturday the twenty second, yeah. right? Because what fourteenth was? Look at us trying to do Friday. Our yeah, Saturday. Ah, Saturday. All right, in prime time, seven p.m. Pacific. I'll be watching. Can't wait. There we go. Bart Scott voice. Uh, but the Cougars doing things, man. They uh, and the and shout out to Danny Ainge. All right. Uh, at twenty three, I got the Iowa Hawkeyes. This is a team that could be dangerous in the tournament. Yeah. They went on an 11 0 run. I, I, they ruined my lock in Minnesota yesterday. Closed out the game on an 11 0 run. Beat Minnesota. Yeah. But this kid, Garza, the big man, is good. Luca. They got good guard play. They can, they can hit the three ball. I think this team might be, might be a dangerous little team. On and off for the past few games, the schedule hasn't been exactly easy, but it hasn't been ball buster. Um, they were a more consistent team there earlier in the season. But uh, they've had their struggles, but we're going to see how they finish up again. Uh, they still have a lot of tough games. Yeah, they do. Minnesota, Ohio State, Mississippi State and Penn State, Purdue and Illinois. Shit. The... Yeah, Michigan State, not Mississippi State. But yeah, uh, yeah, the, their work's cut out for them, um, but they're still going to make the tournament. I think they're in yeah. uh, at 22. I'm going with the Marquette Golden, very golden War Eagles. I think this team is one of the least respected teams in based basketball. on what they've accomplished. Everyone is writing them off as an afterthought in the big East. Yeah. I think they're a fucking, comp- they are uh, good. Contender. I guess my thing is I always fear when they play like a super uh, aggressive defensive team. I always feel like they lose. Yeah. They just fold. I always wonder about the toughness of Marquette. Well, when you play in the big East, you develop toughness. Um, they're hot though, right? Haven't they won like three or four in a row? They lost uh, most recently at Villanova by oh, one. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, some close losses here this season. I mean, you, when you really look at that, oh, I can't wait. Providence lost tournament. by one. Butler lost by four. Villanova lost by one. They're a fucking good team. Currently sitting at nineteen. Yeah, I don't have my nineteen. I have my twenty-two. All right. Golden War Eagles at twenty-one. I got the Houston Cougars of the AAC. It's a good basketball team. They're a dangerous team, I think, too. Yeah. Even though they lost by one to SMU. Yeah. Also a slept on team at this point. They, their only flaw is they need to really learn how to close out teams because they were blowing out Cincinnati. They lose. You know who they are? Who's that? They're Maryland light. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Talented, like that. explosive, athletic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe, maybe haven't figured out just how to get the job done down the stretch just yet. At number 20, I have the Butler Bulldogs. Look, I know that they've kind of been struggling a little bit heading into, uh, or I should say in Big East conference play of late, but I still think that Baldwin, you want good guard play in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. And what better than maybe the best point guard in the country, you know, one of the best point guards in the country. So I, 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 they have caliber, they have good caliber wins. You know, they're still a very good team. So yeah, they have been struggling. Like you said, they were sitting there at number five. Really, the Big East has chewed them up. Um, now look at them; they're all the way down at number five in the Big East, seven and six in conference play, nineteen and seven overall. So, mm. that's mm. It, it, yeah. I think that's a, a factor of them, you know, having to having to play the top top cream of the crop on a nightly basis. So exactly at number nineteen, this team just keeps on winning. And most people don't know about this team. I can, I'm going to say 
the 19th ranked team in the database top 25 is the East Tennessee state Buccaneers. <laughs> All right. This team has been a good staple of college basketball over the past seven, eight years. Yeah. Made the tournament, had a good run a couple made, made the tournament a few times, but had a good run once. Um, this team's athletic and they're good. Winners of five in a row. And uh, they have a nice win at LSU earlier this year. Keep an eye on the Buccaneers. This right. conference, though, they could still not make the tournament simply based on the fact that this conference is a legit conference. UNC Greensboro's good. Furman's good. Chattanooga's not bad. And Western Carolina's pretty good. So uh, that the, 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 the tough spot for a team like this is your strength of schedule is not going to be as good. So if you don't win your, 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 ch- your conference tournament, yeah, you, you're, you're going to need some help to get in there. So, uh, they're in a good spot to do so, but yeah, you're right there. It is a competitive conference. So it, it's a, I one- forgot Wofford too. Wofford's in that conference. You think it's a one, uh, one, one bid league. I, I mean, it traditionally has been, although I feel like they, they personally, if I, I was in there, I would have, I would have two. Yeah. It's that good of a basketball conference of late. I um, always, uh, these fucking Tennessee teams, this Tennessee tech, Tennessee state, East Tennessee state, Tennessee, Martin, Tennessee, middle Martin. Tennessee state, yeah, dude is fucking hard to keep Belmont track. is in Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. Hard to keep track. Well, you got Memphis, obviously Vandy, yeah. Tennessee. What is that? Like fucking, they're a good basketball state, huh? teams in the state of Tennessee <laughs> playing D one ball. Go ahead. Uh, um, at number 19 or number 18, I got the Colorado Buffaloes. Look, they had their chances. They were up 20 on Oregon and Eugene. Oregon comes back, storms back. Your boy Peyton Pritchard hits a huge three. <laughs> Oregon gets the win, but there's Colorado still tied for first in the Pac 12. They yep. split the season with uh with Oregon. Um look, they're a strange team. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, once again, if you're gonna simply look at the guard play thing and 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 uh experience. Yeah then Colorado should be as dangerous as, as anybody in college. I'm basketball. pretty sure I had Colorado locked on that. Uh, they got, um, they were what they hit my lock against Oregon state. They went at Oregon state. Nice. They, they blew my lock. They were up well, 20. They were up 20 at Oregon. Yeah. And they, that was one of the worst folds I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah. They ended up losing by fucking eight. Yeah. yeah. How do you have a 30 point? And that was all in the second half. I know, man. Peyton Pritchard hit like, I think back to back threes, that little white trash son of yeah. a bitch just came in and lit him up. Uh, but you got to wonder, I'm saying if you just, if you blindly look at Colorado, traditionally, I like good guard play. Yeah. Specifically point guard and experience. This team checks those boxes. However, this team loses to some teams it shouldn't lose to, but beats really good teams like Dayton, you know, beats uh, Oregon in Boulder smashes Oregon state. Yeah. So it's a tough team to figure out. Yeah, but I do think they're 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 as dangerous as uh, in the tr- like if you're telling me in the tournament if they were to win if, could Colorado make the Sweet Sixteen? I mean, when you can say uh, yeah, yeah, but they also could lose in the first round. They could make the Elite Eight, and I, and I still think they could lose in the first round. Yeah, well, I'm looking at their their results here. They have put the fucking wood to a lot of teams too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't they don't just barely beat teams. They smash the shit out of some teams. So. Uh. Uh, but I got the buffs at 18 at 17. I got the West Virginia Mountaineers and Bobby hug and see like right now, if West Virginia and Colorado play, I think I would take Colorado. Yeah. 
look, I don't trust. Uh, if there's an even worse version of Maryland in terms of inconsistency, but talent, it's, it's West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. It's, West Virginia has one of the worst offense. You think UVA's is bad. I would say West Virginia is probably more athletic on the offensive front, but they can go like 10 minutes without scoring. <laughs> right. I feel like Virginia is a little bit better coached offensively. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy. All right. It's not that Virginia is poorly coached on offense. It's that they're under coached on offense and poorly. Well, talented. And I also, yeah. Poorly talented where yeah. West Virginia has more talent, but I actually think they're worse offensively. Yeah. yeah. Like from an organization wise, you know, like organizationally. Like yeah. Well, that's been going on for fucking 25 years with Huggins. It's, yeah. it, it's so fun to watch his teams when they're like playing their best ball. Like they're going to the great Alaska shootout and upset Duke. Yeah. You see what it is when they hit their true potential with all that athleticism and that style, yeah. you know, it's like the same thing with VCU. Yeah. You yeah. Know? You're right. You're right. But, uh, yeah, it's bound to fail at some it's point. It's a good comparison. VCU and, and, uh, West Virginia Just fucking pressing their asses off. All right. And at number 16, I got the Oregon ducks and Peyton pitcher, Patty. She's favorite player in college basketball. <laughs> I like the guy. I know you do too. <laughs> you gotta love uh, the Ric Flair in him. Yeah. There's a little bit of Ric Flair in Peyton Pritchard. There's a lot of white trash in, in that too. <laughs> uh, the ducks and like I said, in Colorado, one of the two are probably going to get the one seed in the pac 12 tournament. Um, I think Oregon still has to play at Arizona though. So that could be tricky. Uh, but the ducks, it's going to be du- Colorado or Oregon. I don't think it's going to be Arizona, but you know, who's emerging a little bit in the uh, pac 12 is Arizona state. They're hot. They're yeah, hot. They They're going to play for ball. that tournament. Yeah. Bobby, if they get in, Bobby Hurley would have taken the sun devils to three straight NCAA tournaments. Crazy. It's building up that program. Yeah. I saw a stat the other day that, uh, no, Former Duke uh, player mm-hmm. has beaten Shashevsky uh, yet. Wow. I want to say that they said the opportunities have been surprisingly limited. I want to say it's... I, I mean, well, Capel at Pitt would be the one. Yeah, they're going to start playing all the time. Yeah. Um, but but I don't think Hurley at Arizona State's played Duke lately. Yeah. Uh, Collins at Northwestern. Yeah. Wojo's at Niagara. Right. Uh, Tommy Amaker, Harvard. Used to be at Michigan. Who's at Marquette again? That's uh Oh, no, that's Wojo actually. Yeah, that's Wojo. Um, who Greg Paulus is at Ni- Niagara. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Greg my bad. Paulus. Yeah. Uh so fucking Greg Paulus. There's a lot of a lot of them out there. Um He was a fun story, Greg Paulus. Mike Bray, Notre Dame. Played under Coach Guy. Yeah, he was the other one yeah. that's gonna He's have probably got the only wins, right? Yeah, if they if they do have one, maybe I've read the stat wrong. I was just kind of hearing that. Out of or the, maybe they've never beaten him. Yeah, I don't know that he has. Yeah. I think he probably it, saw that stat because they destroyed Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, at number fifteen, I got the Creighton Blue Jays in the Big East. Creighton is a dangerous. I mean, I know I say this about every fucking team in the top, in the database top twenty five, but Creighton has a five. They're starting five each player can score that's unique in college basketball Creighton yeah they're 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 another team that's lost in the Big East shuffle to me yeah them and Marquette are very similar right yeah yeah yeah. uh but the Blue Jays are playing good basketball and uh, yeah I think they're definitely in the tournament so staying in the Big East with number 14 I got the Villanova Wildcats and they just destroyed Temple in a late season at a conference game but prior to that, they they had uh, beaten Marquette by one, but they did go on a little bit of a losing streak, losing two. Uh, but Jay Wright, 
Yeah. Proven commodity. Yeah. They could be dangerous just because Jay they Wright. seem, but they seem a lot like Butler to me, but like, yeah, Jay Wright having gotten there twice and get, gotten the job done. Yeah. You just give you can't, them, you can't fade them. That's right. Uh, at 13. And you said you got big concerns about the Louisville Cardinals. They yeah. lost two in a row, but I still had to put them there because someone's got to come out of the ACC. I mean, they're good when you, when you look at uh, that Virginia game, um, they, uh, they were in control of that entire game, which usually doesn't happen when Virginia plays. Usually Virginia comes down to the wire more often than not this year, or as often as they've won, they've lost this year, but yeah. usually right in the game at the very end, but not, not the case against Louisville. They, they kind of smacked them, but Louisville, again, liable to have a hiccup pretty consistently here. So, right. And at number 12, I got the Auburn tigers. Look, these teams have been losing lately. It's tough to uh, Auburn convinced me that they're counterfeit. Yeah, they, they shoot the three ball wild though. When they're hot, they're hot. Yeah. Uh, at eleven, I got Seton Hall. Um, once again, they lost two two games uh, this past week. Yeah, that's tough. Tough, but you still think they're so talented that you would think they're yeah. going to be a player in the tournament. You know, Miles Power. The, look, when you like look back at some of the greatest teams that have won the tournament. They've always had NBA playmakers. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he's definitely a guy you went with the ball in his hands with the game on the line. Uh, and then before I get to the top 10, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by monkey knife fight. Hey buddy. Yeah. You, you love fantasy sports. Of course you do. You're the guy who others come to when they pick their fantasy teams and want the hottest <laughs> tips on who to pick up off the waiver wire. You think about this stuff all the time. You're a gosh darn savant wearing inside outside sweatpants right now, right? So how come you're not playing daily fantasy on monkeyknifefight.com? It's the fastest growing fantasy site on the planet. Fantasy site. Did I say fantasy? <laughs> fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet. Why? Because it's pure awesomeness. Uh, at monkeyknifefight.com, you are you're you're playing against the house. There are no sharks. No confusing interface and no advanced degree needed from an engineering school to have a snowball chance in hell of winning. Nope. Lots, lots of people win all the time at monkeyknifefight.com. They got an awesome basketball, hockey, golf action too. Go to monkeyknifefight.com now and sign up. New users sign up with the promo code SGP, receive a hundred dollar match bonus for up to a hundred dollars. Just use the promo code SGP at monkeyknifefight.com. How do you see top 10? Woo. At number 10, we got the four state Seminoles and I don't trust them. They're, they're, they're consistently right on that edge of, you know, just below top. They're like Louisville. Louisville gets Florida state. I think this week. Okay. It should be a fun game. Those teams remind me of each other. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just don't trust them lately. They've had some injuries, but I don't know. At number nine, I got the Kentucky wildcats. And this is a team that I think could win the NCAA tournament. Is that right? They're just dangerous enough. Yeah. And skilled enough and athletic enough. And let's be honest. Calipari can coach his ass off. Yeah. They had a close call though with Ole Miss. Yeah. I had a close call, but they got it done. They're learning to win. At number eight, I got the Maryland Terrapins. Good ball, good ball squad. You got to win the national championship. I think if they put it together, they have the tools to not only weather storms, 
physically speaking, you know, mm-hmm. I think when you're that long and athletic and, and they've got a couple guys that can make big shots, you know? Yeah. Who's that light skin dude? Gosh, he was light skinned guy, light skinned brother on Maryland. I don't know. He, 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 every time I've seen him, he's the go-to guy. Um, but not the guy with the goggles. He's not like not Jalen Smith, but he's no. fucking hilarious. Okay. Um, uh, I'm drawing Brown? a fucking blank. Um, anyway, I think Maryland looks like a good squad. Gosh, I'm drawing a fucking blank there. Let me see. Um, are you talking? What position is this guard? I'm pulling up the roster because I'm looking at lights. Oh, Cowan. You're talking Cowan then. Yeah. The best so. player. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess he's light skinned, light skin, lightish, black. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's what a light skin dude. You don't call a white guy a light skin dude. Could be albino. Uh, it could be. That's. I think you call him albino. Is that uh, not the preferred nomenclature? Albino. <laughs> Is there a more uh, appropriate term there? Uh, okay, you're you're gonna be shocked by this database little ranking here. I got number at number seven. I got Penn State. I got Penn State ahead of Maryland. Yeah. But you would take Maryland if they played right now, huh? Yes. I'm on Penn State. Nittany Lions, baby. Nittany Lions. Uh, uh, looking at the mock drafts, seeing Yatur uh, Gross Matos uh, in the first round, late first round draft pick for the uh, Nittany Lions football. Wonder if he'll be threatening to Sandusky uh, players in the NFL. Ooh. Ooh. What, what's been the fallout of that? Has there uh... They kind of faded away. Yeah. Those things tend to happen in state college. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, people ignore things over there pretty right. well. Uh, number six, I got the Duke blue devils. Do you trust this team? Not to win at all. Yeah. I mean, either. I, I expect them to be deep in the mix though. You know, elite eight. Yeah. All right. Look, top five. We did have a shakeup. Louisville's gone and I have Kansas, the Jayhawks at number five. That's the only thing that's changed in the top five. Yep. At number four, I still got Dayton. At number three, I still have San Diego State. At number two, I still have Gonzaga. At number one, I still have Baylor. Until one of those clowns loses, I can't change my top five. Simple as that. Baylor's the best team in the country. Yeah, I think by it's got to, it's distanced itself from the rest. So yeah, I agree. Until they're they're a little bit off of the radar just because they're clearly the, the top five or the top it, team. Now. Well, it's been a crazy college basketball season, but yet my top four has stayed the same for like a while now. Right. The huh. turbulence has all been below that. I'm looking at comparisons uh, on uh NBA draft room.com for Obi Toppin. Um, for a guy that's getting number one pick consideration, his comparisons are a stronger drew Gooden, a Patrick Patterson or Andrew Nicholson with better athleticism. Hmm. Not anyone. None of those strike me as Sharif a, Abdul Rahim. That's that sounds about right. I think Abdul Rahim might've been a little taller, but you, you know, someone gave me the greatest Sharif Abdul Rahim uh, comparison ever. What's that? Kevin love. <laughs> like Abdul Rahim, I think would have been a very good player. Had he not blown out his knee. Okay. Well, either way he was on a who was on Vancouver. Vancouver, and then he went to Atlanta and he blew out his knee. But at least he signed a big contract right before he blew out his knee. Right. He, he was like a uh, what, like a twenty six and fifteen guy, just like Love was on Minnesota. Yeah. And then like in reality, though, he's a number two or a number three on a championship team. I would have liked to see him progress with because uh, I thought he, he he was good. He reminded me of Aldridge a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. also another good comparison. 
Um, okay. Uh, before we get out of here, we got games going on uh, this week. Obviously Xavier St. John's Patty. So who are you going to take tonight in that? Uh, give me Xavier. I, I think, I think Xavier's the hotter team right now, but St. John's play. That's like a playoff game. You're watching a playoff game right there, guys. Yeah. North Carolina, Notre Dame. Any chances UNC loses that? <laughs> Is yes. that a rhetorical? Th- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Illinois at Penn State tomorrow night. We should talk about uh, how we feel about North Carolina losing. NC Nick, yeah. lifelong Duke fan, H- hates North Carolina, but apparently doesn't hate him enough. Yeah, H- had a moment of uh, weakness. Yeah. Showing sympathy for North Carolina's bullshit late, late game. Choking. I saw that tweet. It bothered me. Yeah. I even retweeted saying, no way. I love seeing North Carolina lose. That's right. Every fan base has experienced what North Carolina is going through right now to a, a point of, you know, that'll make most of them sick. You know, what are you going to do if North Carolina somehow wins the ACC tournament? <laughs> Look, North Carolina, when they're playing their best ball, <laughs> there's not that big of a gap. Yeah, They can beat almost any <laughs> team. Watch I love out. how we're talking all this shit. They're going to go like 10 and 20 they just and make and win the NCAA just, tournament. Yeah. And we're like, Jesus, they're in. Right. Right. That's why we have to revel in this moment. Yeah. That's exactly the point we're getting at. It's great to see them down. Yeah. Fuck it's North great Carolina. to see them down. Just like it's great to see when if Alabama football was to go down or was down in the early 2000s. That's under, right. Uh, think it's great to see a hot chick go down. <laughs> it's great to see North Carolina go down. Amen. Same feeling. Amen. Arkansas at Florida. Talk about a big game. Uh, like I said, it's like these are, you're getting to the point. These are playoff games. That's 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 a fucking which one was it? Arkansas at Florida. Yeah, it's a good game. Purdue at Wisconsin. I mean, these are all happening tomorrow night. Dayton at VCU. VCU. You want to get back into the mix? Pull that win off. Creighton at Marquette. We just called them similar teams that something's got to give Kentucky at LSU. Kentucky's not that much better than Than they're not a typical Kentucky team. All right. uh, This is the one I'm going to, I might call here. Yeah. Baylor at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's playing much better basketball lately. They're another tough team. That's kind of screwed me on some locks. I think that might be the loss for Baylor. Well, I think West Virginia specifically, I bet. Against. I think Baylor, I'm going to fuck it. I'm going to call it right now. The Sooners are going to beat Baylor outright. And that's the loss that Baylor needs. And then Baylor's going to beat Kansas in Waco on Saturday. Wow. Wow. You heard it here first. Um, and the then old look ahead, the proverbial look ahead game. Wednesday, Butler at Seton Trap. Hall. Any, any, any take on that? Who you got in that Seton Hall rebounding Butler Seton Hall. Yeah. Gosh, that's a good game. Ah, uh, what is that? Seton Hall. Yeah, yeah. Give me Seton Hall and a barn burner. Uh, Michigan at Rutgers. Does Rutgers just continue to do their thing with Ron Harper Jr.? Oh gosh, Michigan comes up when they need to. They're I don't know better. if they really need to right now, but they could use a win anyway. But I, I don't know. Rutgers in a close one there. Syracuse at home. Syracuse at Louisville. Does Syracuse does Louisville drop three in a row? No, Louisville gets that done. Boston College at Virginia. I feel like Virginia loses this one, huh? Virginia's playing good, better yeah, basketball. They are, they are. Momentum is going in their favor. Yeah. Uh, Providence at Georgetown. Talk about a playoff game. There's your playoff game. Here's where Georgetown loses the bet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Huh? They get your hopes up and then they fucking shit on them. Indiana at Minnesota. I mean, these are playoff games. This is, this is like, these teams are playing for their life right here. Yeah. Uh, South Carolina, Mississippi state, same situation. And here you go. And folks, anytime you want to like, identify. Oh, there's, I like a, a playoff for the regular season. Look, this is a 64 team field, you yeah. know, and here yeah. we have playing like every, yeah. And the, on the, on the other side of that, 
like we've mentioned and like we've seen with, you know, Virginia losing and the amount of uh, carnage of uh, Virginia losing to a 16 seed two years ago, the amount of carnage that's been all over college basketball this year, getting into the field of 64 is anyone's yeah, game. Yeah. Anyone's game. So it, it's fun. Villanova at DePaul, maybe DePaul. I mean, they're done, but yeah. maybe something happened. Duke at NC state. Duke's going to kill him. That could be, that could be the one that could be an upset. Tulsa at Houston, huge game in the AAC. I, I think Houston rebounds, gets it done. And yeah, those are the big games for the next couple of days. We'll be back to you talking college basketball at XFL soon, doing our picks for XFL week three. Patty C, do you want to say anything else? Look, it's been a fun ride so far, XFL. Let's keep it rolling. Hey, get out to these games. We want to see you there. We met yeah. out with XFL Jim. Yes. Hell of a good guy. Great man. Hell of a good guy. Subscribe uh, to his uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. XFL, XFL Jim. Check it. Check him out. And uh, yeah, make sure, by the way, we started our, I mean, we are still affiliated with the sports gathering podcast, but we have our own feed. So we still need more comments. Please give us some comments out there. That's how other people check out podcasts. You, you go higher up in the rankings if more people comment. So please get over to uh, our uh, sports getting, I mean, sports getting cut the college experience on all platforms. But if you can leave us an iTunes comment, we would certainly appreciate it. We are on the sports getting podcast network still, but we have our own feed with the college experience, but you can find us on Twitter. The, the sports getting podcast network on Twitter is at the SGP network. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick, who's doing a weekly ACC basketball article over at sports getting podcast.com is on Twitter. NC Nick is at NC underscore N I C K. And I am on Twitter at the Colby D guys. We're getting to the thick of this. We're getting to the thick of it. XFL wise, but certainly college basketball wise, things are getting fucking great. What a great time to be in sports. Colorado, please don't fuck this up with this, with this uh, Bielma talk. <laughs> Just go get Darren Cheverini or Eric Bianami and let's figure things out from there. This is the college experience, guys. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.